just how do you decide to spend money on something like a new house? Like you're, you're buying yeah. a new house right now, right? Uh, and I just bought, I have two houses, right? Yep. I got nice cars. I got nice stuff. How do you decide? Except nice watch. Except not just the average watch. <laughs> just, just an Apple watch. You know how much I, do you know, actually, true story. I'm going to get back to the question. Do you know why I bought this? Why? Because it has, a G, it has a cellular built into it. So I don't have to take my phone. It was a, it was a how to be better husband, father goal for me. So I can uh, leave my phone at home uh, and not take it in the house. And I have to communicate entirely off of this a lot of the time. Now, I'm not great so at it. So a lot of times you'll just ignore it. You're like, this yeah, ain't worth it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I got a text again and it got my words wrong, I'm like, I'll deal with it another time. Yeah. And so this actually was designed to take me away from screen time. Now, has it worked on and off? Like, <laughs> you I'll just traded yeah, screen now, time. Now I just do two things. And we're always <laughs> walking around talking to my wrist. Uh, anyway, that was, a, that was a goal of mine I said a couple of years ago was how can I be off my screen time yeah. entirely? Uh, and so anyway, going back to the original question. So there's cool things that we buy. And then we, like we talked about on your show earlier, if, you know, if I can save someone's life for $1,000 mm-hmm. in Africa who's dying of starvation, and yeah. I know $1,000 will save a child. Yeah. How do we as Christians, we can't obviously donate 100% of our money and give it away. And then there's an image, that sounds weird, but an image to keep up. There's like, we're on social media. Yeah, yeah. Has, so how do you balance all those things in terms of giving, in terms of charity, in terms of luxury and enjoyment? Yeah. Great question. So- <laughs> There's so many thoughts with this, but I think the quick answer is what I just said earlier about like when you have God helping give you discernment, mm-hmm. it basically that just becomes part of it, right? Should I be living in this kind of house? Should yeah. I have this kind of car, right? And so it's going to be different for everyone, right? And like people on social media could look at lifestyle and be like, oh, well, dude, this guy spent, we were talking my show, 50K a month, yeah. 80K a <laughs> month, right? Yep. But what if you make a million dollars a month? Yeah. You know, you're spending 5% of your income. Is that better than the person who spends 80, 90% of their income? Because that's what normal Americans do. They, yeah. they live off of 80 if they're lucky, yeah. right? So who's actually, you know, when you start looking at it from what the Bible says, like too, with the tithe, it's like the tithe is a percentage-based thing. It has no like hard absolute numbers, just yeah. 10% is 10%. So I think, you know, how much you spend definitely is correlated with that number yeah. and how much you're making. You know, if you're making $10 million a month, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not there yet, but yeah. I, <laughs> if, we'll I, there. if I start getting cool stuff, cause like I'm making such crazy money, yeah. it's not that I'm just only buying cool stuff. Now yeah. I think the problem becomes if you're a Christian that you're making all this money, but you're just spending it all. Yeah. That's a problem yeah. for sure. So I think the percentage of your income that you live off of is something that you should strive to lower as you build more wealth. Now you can do that by either keeping your living expenses the same and increasing your income yep. or, you know, you cut cost and whatever, right? You can go the Dave Ramsey approach, whatever your case is. So, you know, for me, um, I look at that as one thing. The other thing is to your point, um, man, I mean, to me, it's like lifestyle is marketing. You know, yeah. you're marketing your lifestyle and everything else. And so if I'm doing cool stuff, it's like, yeah, it costs money, but will it actually bring in money and, yeah. and attract people who want that kind of lifestyle? The answer is probably yes. Yeah. You know, if I were to tell you, you know, I got 50 million views just from my watch videos, <laughs> you know, the watches cost a hundred grand. I made more than a hundred grand yeah. off 50 million views. Yeah. So like- should I buy more watches? <laughs> Marketing wise, yeah, yeah, I should. 
I don't because like I'm I'm good. Like I I never bought watches for the marketing purpose. I bought them because I wanted them. Yep. But like marketing wise, I really should buy more watches. That's funny. Is that what your yeah. most popular videos are? They watch mm-hmm. ones, really? Yeah, dude. I mean, I've gotten literally like 50 million views from watches. <laughs> It's crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, do, those go up in value generally too, right? I mean, those are investments or not right at yeah, all? They are too. And yeah. I'm not even, ju- even if it went to zero yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like I got 50 million views for a yeah, hundred yeah, grand, for sure. I'd be like, yeah, that was good. That definitely made me more than a hundred grand. Yeah. But yeah, like I could go sell this today for at least what I bought it for. Yeah. So it is like a store of value. Yeah. that's. I'm a big fan of like spending money on things. Like That's why I have two houses. Like I don't feel guilty or bad about having two it's multi-million dollar houses. Yeah. Cause I will sell it. Guaranteed, almost guaranteed for more than I bought it for because I have really good debt. I'm not worried about it. I can hold it forever. I can rent it if I have to. It will be worth more. And someday all my money goes to a combination of kids and charity, mostly charity. Well, I'll tell you one thing too. Like, so we were talking about new houses. Um, I mentioned on mine, like my mortgage is 20 grand, which I would have never in a million years thought I would have a (laughs) $20,000 mortgage. I remember our first mortgage was like 1200. I was like, dude, I don't know if we can, this is a lot of money. Uh And then, you know, our mortgage became, you know, like 2000 and then it was 4000 And then now we just jumped to 20 And I was like, it didn't, I, like, for me, I didn't, I'm just like, whatever. That is what it is. You, you want a $3 million loan? Cost you $20,000 a month. Yep. But like, I think about it and I think about, you know, we've been living there now for four months. Um, all the parties we've had, you know, bringing people over. And like one thing my wife talks about too, and she, she and I both grew up very frugal is like, man, if we can provide experience for people that like, they just never otherwise would have gotten, man, like what a blessing we can be to other people. And so whether it's vacations, whether it's doing the cool, you know, dinners, whether it's, you know, house parties, whether it's, you know, like my, my daughter, literally she's three years old. She's had the most ridiculous birthday parties in the entire world. I've seen pictures. There. Yeah. They're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I look at them and I'm like, she has a sweet 16 every year. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it and, reminds me of the scene from, was, was it uh, the movie, uh, with, uh, Will Ferrell, was it old school where <laughs> Vince Vaughn has like the big birthday party with like the pony rides you yeah. know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. it's like that, that's your style that, that's for sure party. what we do yeah, it's, it's just crazy my son had a circus it was nuts and so like these parties are like five figure parties for two year olds who don't remember and <laughs> I'm like babe but you remember <laughs> but my my wife obviously she remembers and yep. for memories but she's like look look how many kids are here like never have yeah, yeah. experienced anything yeah. like this and I'm like it's true you know it's not really about us yeah um well, maybe it's about my wife. I'm just here like funding it. Yeah, that's fine. Where'd you meet your wife? On a canoeing trip. No way. Yeah. Super random. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, so I got drafted by the Oakland A's. I went to a school called Cal State Northridge and I came back to Vegas um, to live here because I'm like, I'm not going to live in LA. It's where Northridge is. And um, I took a year off. Because I was training and wanted to really hone in on my professional baseball career. But after year one, I was like, you know what? I might as well go back to school. I only got a semester. Like, let me go see if they'll let me go to UNLV for one semester. So I got them to approve my classes. It took like six, I needed 16 credits. And so I basically needed one elective, you know, five classes, one elective. So I start looking. I'm like, wonder what like the easiest elective is. And there was one for rock climbing. I was like, (laughs) oh, this will be tight. So I signed up for rock climbing. Um, a week before, 
the school starts, they go, Hey, we didn't have enough signups for rock climbing. This it's canceled. I was like, dang. So what am I going to sign up for? And I start looking down the list and they're like, well, we got like a couple spots left for this canoeing trip. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so what do we do? And they're like, you canoe to the Hoover Dam, you camp out for two nights and you get a credit after a weekend. I was like, I don't have to go for a weekend to That's get a credit cool. tight. So I sign up for it. There's like eight of us. And, um, you know, I see this cute girl on orientation. I'm like, this canoeing trip's going to be tight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad I signed up for this. This is cool. So, <laughs> you know, we, we ended up doing the canoeing trip and it was great. And actually it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> I was just being a cocky, like 22 year old who was professional baseball player thinking I was the man. And she got super turned off by it because she was like, this guy is cute, but he's an, like, he's just a jerk. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> so, um, also during that trip, I ended up saving her life. She disputes this, but the canoe, <laughs> but, you're right. but, but it did happen. She's still here. So the <laughs> canoe flipped during the river, her canoe, like, I don't know how she flipped it. She flipped it. And like, dude, the river is strong. Like it's super strong. And so she was like floating away. Her canoe's gone. All our other canoes were already like docked. And we were the only ones left. I was like, oh, crap. So I'm canoeing freaking me and my partner are canoeing. Then we grab her and her partner. And then like we get him to shore. So that's like the story. That's the the uneventful story of how I saved her life. But you're, I did. you're a hero, man. I am. You're a hero. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, even after saving her life, she didn't want anything to do with me. And I ended up messaging her like a month later on Facebook. And I was like, hey, we should like go hang out. It's your birthday's coming up. Like I saw it was her birthday. And so... We went on our first date on her birthday to lunch at Olive Garden. Mm, it, was, it was fancy. And, uh, you know, it was good. But to tie up that story, the reason I talked about the rock climbing was, you know, after we got together, um, she told me that she's like, yeah, it's crazy because we almost would have never met. And I go, why? She goes, because I signed up for a class that got canceled. I go, what'd you sign up for? She's like, rock climbing. Oh, funny. I was like, whoa. I guess we're going to get married. <laughs> that just is what it is. <laughs>